Alrighty, so good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Developabilities Podcast episode today. We're really excited you guys are here today. Uh, my name is Eric Stoker. I'm the Information Specialist for the Utah Developmental Displays Council. And our episode today is on Adaptive for Creation. And joining us to joining me today is my co-host today, Taylor Smith from Salt Lake County Parks and Recreation. And she's going to tell us more about what they do. And Taylor, thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed on our podcast today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm excited to tell you all about the adaptive programs we have going on. It's my pleasure. And my first question, Taylor, is tell us about your program. So we have um, a variety of programs for people with disabilities, um, intellectual disabilities, physical disabilities, and then veterans are also included in that umbrella. Um, we have social programs, um, sports programs, and um, some like education programs. That's a good answer. Uh, my second question is, what kind of sports and recreation activities do you provide for people with disabilities to be involved with? So depending on um, your ability level, we have intellectual disability sports and that goes across almost the whole gamut. We usually do basketball and soccer year round, but then we'll occasionally do um, some tennis. Um, we're potentially going to incorporate wheelchair lacrosse into our programming. Um, we have goalball for people with visual impairments and then um, we also have camps in the summer, um, both for like wheelchair sports camp and then there's an intellectual disability camp that runs every summer for about 10 weeks. So my next question is, are the rec activities just for people with disabilities or can anyone join? Not necessarily. Um, we do, we call it reverse inclusion. So if someone who's ambulatory, able-bodied, um, wants to attend a program, usually with a sibling is when we see this happen. Um, then we incorporate them just like uh, we would, would incorporate anyone else into the program. Um, and it's really fun to see that relationship between their sibling grow um, because they can help and understand more um, that other people are similar to their sibling or friends that they are attending with. Awesome. So can people with disabilities enroll in all sports and recreation programs offered? Yes. Why is uh, that? We also do inclusion for any other program that someone with a disability would like to be incorporated into. This mostly um, works with people with intellectual disabilities. They can attend with their peers, especially if they are in like mainstream school. They um, do good with peers. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and so whatever program is like the greatest, has the greatest potential for their success. Um, like if it's a strictly intellectual disability program, they might do well in that environment because the staff are more specifically trained to work with people with disabilities and tailor the program to their needs. Very cool. So. Do you host social activities to help people with disabilities interact with others? And what are they? Yes. Um, some of our social activities include bowling and cooking, bingo. Um, we also do dances. 
those are typically around 100 people. And so unfortunately right now, because of COVID, we haven't been able to start those back up again, but we hope to in early 2022. Oh, and theater. And theater is also one of those that will start likely in January of 2022. Nice, I can't wait. Yeah, that's one of my favorite programs. I agree. So a follow-up question, um, do you have to live in Salt Lake County to attend these social activities? You don't. You don't have to um, live in Salt Lake County to attend any of our programs, whether they be social, sports, um, etc. Um, we're open to um, anyone. I even have some participants come down from Idaho who participate in some of our wheelchair sports. So, And there's no additional fee if you do live outside of Salt Lake County. So that's one of the great things about how our adaptive programs work is they're open to anyone. Very cool. Um, how can people find out about your programs and activities to learn more or sign up? Our website is going to be the best resource. It's slco.org slash adaptive. And you're going to be able to search any program that is currently running or that um, will be running in the future. You can also reach out to Copperview Recreation Center and any of the adaptive staff are going to be able to um, answer your questions. And our phone number there is 385-468-1515. Awesome. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed with us today. We really appreciate it. Yes, of course. Is there anything else you want to know about adaptive programs? Do you want to talk about your experience in adaptive programs? I think I, mean, I think a lot of people have heard my experience, but I think my experience has actually been pretty fun, though, because I've done a lot with you guys, like junior jazz, basketball, and yeah. theater, and the dances and stuff. It's been really fun. It's a really great program. I'd recommend it. Yeah. And I am specifically over sports, but I have done... Um, almost everything. I used to be over theater. It's such a fun program to see people come out of their shell. Um, same with dances, just being around like-minded people, being able to have fun in a safe environment um, is really valuable. And then just teaching skills with basketball and being able to play with peers is fun. Alrighty, so good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to part two of our Developability Podcast episode on adaptive recreation. My name is Eric Stoker, and I'm the Information Specialist for the Utah Developmental Disabilities Council, and we got a great episode for you today. So joining me today are my co-hosts for today, Tracy Muir and Whitney Thompson from the National Ability Center, and they are going to tell us more about the National Ability Center. And Tracy and Whitney, thank you so much for agreeing to be on our podcast today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. We're excited to spread the news about the National Ability Center. Yeah, thanks for having us. We're really excited to reach everyone that's listening today. It's my pleasure. So Tracy, my first question for you is, tell us about your the National Ability Center. Sure thing. So the National Ability Center is located in Park City, Utah. We also have a satellite program in Moab. And we are all about empowering people of all abilities. And we do that through sport, recreation, and education. We believe in focusing on the I can. That is the really important part. And the benefits that come from recreation and being in the outdoors are, you know, really hit people and, and support people throughout their life. And we know that that is an important part to living your best life in a high quality life. That is really cool. I like that answer. Um, so the next question I have for you, Tracy, is what kind of recreation do you offer for people with disabilities and veterans? 
Yeah, great question, Eric. We want to make sure that people know we have something for everyone. We hear that a lot, like, oh, I don't really want to climb to the top of a wall or get on a horse or go river rafting. But there are a lot of different options from archery to cycling, mountain biking, paddling, uh, skiing, snowboard programs, you name it, being in the outdoors. And it's our job to adapt uh, that activity and to support individuals wherever they are in their recreation journey. So we offer introduction to recreation up to competitive programming in our skiing and snowboarding. We have camp opportunities for youth, young adults uh, and adults. And then most importantly, we want to make sure that people know that you can do our programs individually or you can come out and recreate with your friends and family. I think that's important. We all love to be with our friends and family and being out. And once we're in our equipment, whether it's adaptive or not, uh, or we're learning it a different way, we're all recreating together. So there's a huge list. You can check that out on our website at discovernac.org or give us a call. Um, and we'd love to talk through and find out where people are, what they have interest in. Sometimes my favorite thing is when people call and say, do you think I can do this? And we say, yes, you can. That's our job. We have the equipment. We have the awesome staff. We have great facilities. We have a lodge here too. So sometimes that's a barrier for people is being able to go to a location and stay. And we have accessible rooms. We have food. We have all of those great things that add to an awesome experience. And then we have the opportunity for people to come weekly. So Sometimes it's it's a lot of info, but what people should take away is there's something for everyone. We can custom build something for you. And then we also have a scholarship program. So there's no excuses of it's too expensive because uh, we have a full scholarship program. I didn't know there was a scholarship program, Tracy. That is pretty interesting, though, for people to sign up and stuff. I think it's a great idea. Right. I mean, that's how we started. When we started in, in 1985, the, the purpose was about making sure that everyone had the right to recreation, right? Because it's so important. And we know that there's a lot of barriers that can come along with that. Like I mentioned, adaptive equipment is expensive, having the right instruction and paying for those services. And so the scholarship program was built. And we really encourage people when you, when you register in advance, which you do have to do for our programs, uh, you can apply for that scholarship. It's a really easy document, uh, but we do not want those financial barriers to prevent people from coming out and playing and enjoying all of our programs. I like it. I can't wait to see what happens with you guys. Yeah. And Whitney, the question I have for you is, how can people with disabilities and their families find out about your programs and activities to learn more or sign up? Yeah, so just head on over to our website. It's discovernac.org. And you can sign up for any of our programs there. Um, we've got internships, camps like Tracy mentioned. Um, even if you want to volunteer or support by attending an event, all that information is, is, is at discovernac.org. Um, if you have any trouble at all signing up online, you can give us a call. Our number is 435-649-3991. And like Tracy mentioned, any question you have, what does it look like for me to do this activity? What is the equipment like? What will it cost? Our front desk team can help you answer those questions, get you signed up, and make sure that if needed, you apply for a scholarship at the time of res uh, reservations. And we'd love to see you out here. So head on over. That is awesome. Michael, I have a follow-up question on um, your question. You answer, Whitney, or Tracy. You can answer this one. That's um, not enough the questions I have, though, but a question I have is like, do you have to be, how old do you have to be to be a part of the National Ability Center programs and stuff? Like how old do you have to be for like adults, teens, kids? 
Can you guys explain that? Yes, thanks for asking that, Eric. It's a really great question. And in our mission, it says we serve all ages and all abilities. Certainly, our focus is on supporting individuals with disabilities and their friends and family. Our youngest, I would say that we serve is typically age three to four um, in certain programs. So like Whitney mentioned, everything's on our website. It's all based on safety certifications and training. And so certain programs are appropriate for uh, that younger age group. And sometimes you got to be a little bit older. Um, and so that's all listed. And then all ages, you got to recreate for your whole life, right? So the oldest that I'm aware of that we've served has been a couple in their young 90s. Um, I do know we had someone ski with us that was like 101 one time, um, which is pretty awesome. So we were all about all ages and finding the right program um, for that individual wherever they are in their life journey. That is really cool. And then, and then also my last question I have is like, do you have to be, live in the state of Utah to be a part of the National Ability Center or do you guys get them from all over the United States? Yeah. yeah. We, you want to take that one? Yeah. We see people from all over the United States and another, you know, I think it's like eight to 10 countries across the globe. So wherever you're coming from, you can stay in our lodge on site if needed. Uh, we're only like 45 minutes from Salt Lake International. So it's a really easy trip. Um, and we welcome you as part of the family as soon as you're here. So come on out to Utah and, you know, be a part of the family. That is really cool. Well, Tracy and Whitney, thank you so much for agreeing to be on our Developabilities podcast today. We really appreciate it.